News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Now, whatever about whether or not this is the first day of autumn or not, there is no question we are looking into a winter of discontent with large energy bills. Unavoidable for households this winter. Government will have to act to introduce supports. That was the warning from Environment Minister Eamon Ryan yesterday. It comes as another energy p- provider, uh, Prepay Power, uh, hiked its prices, electricity, their electricity prices uh, due to rise by 19%, gas prices up by 29%. A little earlier, we spoke to Lisa Ryan, Professor in Energy Economics at the UCD School of Economics and UCD Energy Institute, about what we can expect this winter. Yes, well, it looks like energy bills are going to remain high and in some cases continue to rise. We've seen some announcements um, from energy companies who've announced uh, price hikes um, from the 1st of October. And so it's possible that other energy companies will uh, follow the same path. This is because gas prices have still remained extraordinarily high on the market. They do seem to be plateauing a little bit. Um, However, it's at a very high level you know, customers are going to be faced with very high energy bills. The best thing that customers can do is really try to reduce their energy consumption, um, especially at peak time when energy prices are going to be highest. So customers, for example, with smart meters um, will be able to reduce their electricity bills if they can reduce their time of use uh, to outside of peak times. We do have a scarcity in the electricity system. Um, Airgrid have said there's a gap of around 250 megawatts in the system. This is similar to what we had last year. It's slightly higher. And they have said that there's a heightened risk of blackouts. We can expect, I think, that this will just arise at peak times, um, as, you know, that's one hour in the evening when the, the system is put under strain. So it wouldn't be a prolonged blackout, but if there were blackouts, it would be at you know, certain times of day. However, it's unlikely. It's just that the risk is there. OK, Professor Lisa Ryan talking to us a little bit earlier. Let's bring in Darren O'Rourke, Sinn Féin spokesperson on Climate Action, Communication Networks and Transport. Uh, Darren, your reaction to what the Minister had to say uh, yesterday and indeed um, those comments uh, we heard there from the uh, energy eco- economist or energy professor, uh, Lisa Ryan. Yeah, I, I think that the picture is, is becoming clearer in terms of the the security of supply and the risk of blackouts. We had a a long committee meeting on on Tuesday of this week where we heard from Airgrid, the CRU and the department and the minister um, and they outlined those those very tight margins as we head in, head into this winter, and and the the heightened risk, as they say, of of, of blackouts. Um, and and I have to say, some of that is is um, due to the significant mismanagement, the failure to deliver generation capacity on the one side, and then on the other side, the the, the rollout of data centres and the significant nine percent year on year increase in in demand, which is a a real challenge. But the other piece, which I think you know, is a real concern to, to, to people is the the, the the runaway cost of, of electricity um, related as it is to, to the cost of, of gas. Um, so um, I, I think, you know, anyone who's following the markets or, or and, and I think more people are now than, than ever were before, um, see that we are in absolutely unprecedented territory, um, that the, the rule book essentially has been, been, been thrown out the window in terms of, of where the price of gas can go, of, of course, it is being used as a as a weapon of war but when we hear 
um, at a European level, the, the, the market design being called into question. I think it's, it's not before time. Um, I think something absolutely needs to be done in terms of decoupling gas from the price of electricity. Um, well, do you that, s- seem to be signalling that might ha- that will happen? Yeah, they do. And, and I have to say the Irish government have not been helpful um, up to this point. They've opposed uh, proposals in that regard consistently since, since last well, October. I, I, up, I, don't, up I, I doubt that they've uh, opposed proposals for intervention of the EU in the energy market. That's exactly what they did, Shane. Yeah, and, and, and we can confirm really? that. So that Absolutely. Last October, they were one of nine EU countries to reject a, a Franco-Spanish push for electricity reforms. Um, as recently as as June, the minister confirmed yeah, that, he that was, was a slightly was different situation now from from memory, and I'm straining my memory on it. But I, I like oh, it's okay. Well, are, are, no, are, no, we, are I, you seriously saying that the Irish government doesn't want to do something that's going to bring electri- uh, the, the 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 wholesale cost of electricity down? Because I, I think that's a pretty tenuous charge to make. No, no, it's 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 a very clear charge to make, and I think I can point to very clear. The, they want higher where, wholesale electricity prices. When, when they had an opportunity last October to vote in support of a proposal that would reform the electricity markets, that would decouple gas from, from, from electricity, they yeah. voted, voted against I, it. I know, I'm aware and, of that. I'm aware of that. And as recently as June, the minister said in, in, in the floor of the doll that he doesn't support the, the, the proposal because he thought it would affect the profits of companies and their ability to reinvest in renewables projects. Now, I welcome the fact that there has been a complete U-turn, it appears, uh, by, by government, but it hasn't been helpful so far. And I think that's where, where I think the focus needs to be over the winter period. The government needs to look at, at a European level and at an Irish level where the margin is for them to intervene. So we have cases there, for example, where... There are proposals by the Irish government to add to household bills in Ireland through um, carbon tax, through emergency generation schemes that they have built. Well, we know you're opposed to to carbon tax. I think that's pretty clear at this stage. Through the on-peak tariff, for example, that's been suggested over over the summer. And And I think at a time when bills are at the level that they are at and looking like they are going to increase, the government looks to... Look, needs to look at every line on the bill and look at, at where they can reduce rather than add to it. And, and I think, you know, we can point to those pieces in terms of, of on-peak tariffs, which are which are being suggested. We can point to standing charges, to low uses, low uses. So, sorry, I, sorry, when you say on are you in favour of, of maybe having more expensive for, for on-peak uh, times and, and uh, maybe discouraging people from using their washing machines at, at, at peak times? Well, 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 I would flip that, actually, and I would say we need to incentivize people with lower prices off-peak to encourage them to but use... Is that not exactly the same use. thing? No, no, no it, it isn't, because on, on one level, you increase based on, on where your standing starts. So, so the suggestion from the CRU is that based on where we are now, over the winter period, we would increase the tariff on peak. What well, I'm well tariffs are going is, up, uh, so there'll be higher tariffs at peak time and lower tariffs at off-peak time. It's no, kind of no, the no, same ba- thing there. Ba- ba- based on it, no, no, it's not. Based on a standing start, the CRU are suggesting we increase the on-peak tariff. What I am suggesting is based on a standing start, we don't increase the on-peak tariff for residential users. What we do is we reduce the off-peak tariff. So that's... So, so the, lo- the, lower the, bills despite despite energy prices going up. Like, how does that... Absolutely. How do you square that? 
Absolutely, because there's, there's there's huge margins been made by electricity companies. There's huge profits been made by electricity companies, and we want to to ease into that by, you know, at this time supporting uh, residential customers, small business customers as much as is possible. And and there are options okay. there. Let's not pretend that there aren't options. All right. Uh, just before uh, I let you go, I, I do want to ask you about that news that the Minister for Health, Stephen Donnelly, has admitted he failed to register a rental property in Dublin for the past three years with the Residential Tenancies uh, Board. He he did so last late last week after, of course, it emerged uh, Robert Troy had also uh, registered a property late. Your reaction to that? Yeah, I think it, it, it's clear, um, and there has been numerous reports in, in relation to this that you know there is an altogether too casual approach by 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 landlords and by by TD and senator landlords in relation to the registration of properties. I, I think that's not acceptable. It needs to be addressed. Landlords have a responsibility. TD and senator landlords have a responsibility to lead by example, and it, it does need to be addressed. And the, and the lessons need to be learned by by everybody involved. Okay, including, and it is only fair to point out, one of your own TDs um, admitted that there was an oversight absolutely, and, absolutely. and failed to Every, Everyone involved, I, I think the, the, the lessons need to be learned. And, and if, if, if um, criteria and oversight needs to be improved, well, well, I would fully support that. Okay, we'll leave it there. Uh, Darren O'Rourke, Sinn Féin spokesperson on Climate Action, Communications Networks and Transport. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.